Artificial limbs were first made way back in the 1700s, but over the next century and a half, escalating injuries in factories and on battlefields meant that a small limb manufacturing industry grew up. Until the early 20th century, artificial limbs were generally made of wood, but the huge number of limbless veterans of the First World War created a need that saw an expansion of the industry and great competition to improve designs. And it was during this time that stronger, lighter metal limbs came to dominate the market. This prosthetic arm in the picture has a wooden or synthetic upper arm, while the forearm is metal. A sophisticated mechanism in the elbow would have allowed the user to bend and straighten the arm using his shoulder muscles. Like artificial arms dating back to at least the late 1800s, this arm came with a set of attachments or appliances from a cosmetic wooden hand, doesn't look too bad does it in the picture, to cutlery to metal tools, allowing the user to perform a number of tasks in his home or workplace. The museum's collection features much more modern examples reflecting the technology and materials available at the time of their manufacture. And this hand in this picture really looks very natural. Appearance is an important aspect of social interaction, and by the 1950s, materials were available which provided realistic-looking attachments for prosthetics in an effort to lessen the stigma of wearing a prosthetic. Plastics enabled prosthetic artists to produce pieces which mimic natural contours and shades as demonstrated by a collection of the 1950s polyvinyl chloride prostheses that are in our collection. The desire to make prosthetics appear like natural body parts has in some respects been left behind now. Social acceptance, Pride in showing strength and recognition around the use of prosthetics and the sexy technological aesthetics of prosthetics allows users to conspicuously show their limbs, and certainly they do in athletic competition, perhaps rather more so than in everyday life. But this technology, unfortunately, is not available to all. The majority of amputees are not athletes, but older people on limited incomes who have lost limbs due to illness. While some assistance may be available for the provision of prosthetics, these amazing technologies remain out of reach for many. It would be great to see all amputees given access to the same level of freedom granted by the state of art technology found in our prosthetic collection.